Welcome to Blue Collar Mystics, the under the hood approach to the depths of human consciousness. So many mysteries, so little time, so many big words. That's why we aim to take the mystical and make it practical, usable in your everyday life. And you know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. What happened when you started asking yourself the real questions? Like, who am I? What is this? Is it a hologram? Is this some kind of weird cosmic joke? Hey, these are the questions that we are trying to get to the bottom of as we explore the final rabbit hole together here as Blue Collar Mystics. All right, we are back. We are at it. And I already see a heart. Thank you so much, whoever is giving us a heart. uh, What's up? How's it going, Joey? How you doing? What's up, everybody out there? Uh, Welcome to the show, Blue Collar Mystics. Uh, We're trying to get uh, our friend Admiral Hits in here, but I think we're having some technical difficulties with uh, some of that uh, internet stuff. Uh, But it's myself and Maria here. Hey, Maria, how you doing? Hello, darling. I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually in a really, really uh, good stoked mood. Oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. You know, I'm usually usually you're like, I've had a day. You yeah, know? yeah. I and I've had days, but this has been a really, really super good day. And I'm kind of on a roll over the last, you know, like couple weeks or so. So, yeah, I'm going with it. That's awesome. I love to hear that. I'm kind of the one that's having the sort of day at this point, you know, um, that's all right. You know, like it, it happens to all of us. Yeah. And we always have uh, new challenges for dig a little bit deeper, you know? Oh, it's just, oh, a lot. I mean, I've just got yeah, my hands. I know, in, you're like, <laughs> I've got my hands in a few different pies and they don't always turn out the way that you want. Yes. And that's just how it's weird to think about like putting hands in pies. Like who puts hands in pies? Like I just see some dude with like his thumb and like all his fingers just dipped into just ruining dessert. Like, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, did you wash your hands? That's what I want to know. I I've been washing my hands less and less ever since. Uh, <laughs> ever since. I don't really think I ever did actually, to be quite honest. I haven't slapped anybody. So is that like good? Should I give myself a pat Actually, on the back that's or a good Because usually I want to slap people and punch yeah. them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Apparently, uh, <laughs> alopecia sounds rough, you know. Maybe, <laughs> should, maybe you should take the vax next time, right? <laughs> Come on. Let's no. see if we can get James in here. I want to try to see if we can add him. We're going to try. What's up, my friend? Can you hear us? Hey, hello. Oh, excellent. Can you hear me? Welcome. Yeah, you said you're coming through loud and clear. How you doing, my friend? Awesome, possum, man. It was like um, in transition, just doing my best to deal with all the challenges and uh, switching gears from play to work, you know? (laughs) All right, well, there I am. That sounds good, man. Yeah, you look good. It's uh, it's good to good to see you. It's been a minute. I feel like it's a reunion, like you said. You know, <laughs> getting the old band yeah. back together get, and get. We're all Gemini moons, yeah, yeah. I hear. 
Yeah, yeah. That's definitely the rumor. You can't yeah. make that up. <laughs> we'll unpack that a little bit. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I think it depends uh, what house it's in. Okay. My moon is in the fifth house. My Gemini moon is in the fifth house. So I'm all about celebrating and having a good time and, you know, yeah. I feel and like it, I'm in that house too. That's the party the house. The only aspect of my astrology <laughs> that's uh, below the horizon, everything is above the horizon. So it, it it's the thing that I think um, is inherently my, it's my tribe. I like to have a good time. So when I'm chatty and people are having a great time and they're not arguing, I'm good to go. But once the arguing starts, it's like I want to do clearings. <laughs> I want to do energy clearings and just make everything all better. But you know, I'm I like harmony. I'm like I'm a late Libra. Um, but then there's a lot of me that wants to start shit too. That's that Scorpio cusp that I have. And then of course organize it because I have Capricorn rising. Okay. So yeah, it, it it's a bit of a hodgepodge. Um, spiritual meets practical meets earthy meets um you know say what you got to say or shut sounds up. it sounds exotic i like it <laughs> i think that's cool yeah I, I i know that like i'm kind of disheveled i have multiple projects going on you know i'm like a mad scientist who's not, who's like failed you know trigonometry you know or whatever <laughs> i and I and I feel like probably we all do spin plates and uh, and have uh, quite quite a bit going on that we're kind of uh, dealing with and and might not necessarily always be the most organized, uh, which is. Uh, <laughs> I try, like I call it the derp, right? Like I've heard other people call it this too, where it's like, all right, I know that I could just not, I could just like 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 really half-ass this and just let it go or you know whatever it is like that little extra thing like like the, it's these little things that prevent you from from doing something like open up a new deck of cards or like uh you know like picking up a, a certain thing or just letting your keys just fall wherever you know and it's like this is just like mindless kind of trance that we kind of like will get in or for me like if i'm uploading like i've been uploading books you know, and I just want to like, I just want it to be done. I'll just cut it all up and just, meh. but then if I don't do it properly the first time, if I'm not consciously aware and like present in the moment and like making sure that I'm not, that I'm doing it properly, then I just, it just gets, it just goes poorly. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I've had to redo a couple of things recently where I'm like, where the fuck was I? Like, what was I doing? And then I realized, oh, you were pretending to multitask. Yeah. Pretending to do it. And in the at the end of the day, you're not multitasking. There's a, a, a at least a nanosecond between doing this and then doing that. And that nanosecond is quite precious, especially when you forget to stop record, you know? And it's just it's going into infinity and you're uploading or you're downloading and you're realizing how the hell did that file get gigantic? Like, how does that happen? Because I was snoozing. Yep. 
yeah, I'll just go and deal with this later, you know, whatever, like, yeah, not dealing with the things that are like right here, right now. It's, it's sometimes difficult because it's like easy to avoid certain things. It's a pain in the ass. It's not convenient, you know, or, or what have you. But uh, yeah, just being aware of that too. And just being like, all right, look, I'm, I'm putting these things here. Like, I'm not just going to sling my stuff over here or like, I'll, I'll wash the, I'll put the, my, my favorite is like putting the dish over here and being like, Oh, well I'll just let it soak. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, no, dude, you don't let, you don't let shit soak. It sits there for three days. <laughs> wash it right now. What else are you going to do? Go sit back on the couch and just, and just let it just sit there. Like, come on, you know, like just uh, take care of the thing, do it now uh, and avoid that. Right. I don't know what that is. That sort of just like, passerby uh lazy you know avoidant child i don't fucking know it's weird is that a gemini moon or am i just a baby just a giant baby my moon actually it could be <laughs> mm -hmm. because there's a duality with gemini's so you know it's it's like who 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 are you um yeah so it could be that could be an aspect of it and and I think didn't you say your your moon your Gemini moon is it's I think it's in the sixth house if when the last time we had an exchange I think I was like running it through my little program and yeah sixth house so this is the house of the daily grind that's what I call it and sometimes you with the daily grind you just want to like not show up and just say you know what fuck god me. that is too damn accurate to be yeah, honest yeah it's like you. i'm gonna push the fucking hold button and you can just kiss my butt how about Dude, that i feel like so much yeah. this in, in a pattern like yeah i don't want to call it a rut because that sounds really negative but I'm like right, it can feel just that overwhelmed yeah. just too many things coming at you and you know i know for me when i have too much shit coming at me i just shut down it's like Okay, I'm going to the five on the Enneagram and I am disappearing. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't answer texts. My boyfriend is like going, where the fuck are you? Like, what happened? Are you dead? And pretty much I am. Yeah, I'm done. So that's kind of, yeah. Yeah. So if, if, if we don't take those rests for ourselves and our body just decides that they're going to, it's going to decide, you know? Yeah. I understand that too. It's hard not to um, passion for yourself. Yeah, I, I try to. I, I I do often feel like I've uh, attached a rope to myself <laughs> and a tree, and then I'm just sprinting in one direction, and I'm like, just eventually, I just run out of rope. You know what I mean? It's like, ah! yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Like a bug on a windshield, you know. But then I rest for a little while, and then get back up and start running in a different direction <laughs> and do it all again. But I'm trying to learn to do better and address things in advance and think ahead and really take a lot more um, control consciously uh, of, of every moment. Like, yeah, like over the weekend, I worked on a TV project the past couple of weeks and that was awesome. Really, really cool. I'd love to talk more about it. But uh, when it, when it happens, I'll, maybe I'll brag a little bit or whatever, but it was really neat. It was a cool experience. I get to work on the, uh, you know, some cool, I've worked on a bunch of cool stuff, but it was really neat. It was different. The set was beautiful and stuff. It was, it was, it was pretty neat. And then this weekend, I'm just uploading uh, 
as many audiobooks to Audible as I possibly can because I finally figured out how to do that and uh, and how to like republish different. Uh, I edited a bunch of different things and did them in, in kind of a new way that were older That's books. You did. Mm-hmm. Older, old, older books. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I took like a uh, Emerson self-reliance and as a man thinketh, and I re sort of edited it for a little bit more modern, you know, uh, and then created those books. Cause they won't accept it. If you don't do something different with it, if it already exists on the platform, then like, what's the point, you know what I mean? But, uh, but it was interesting to learn that process. And then, so, you know, now I could put out, a book or an audio book, you know, hopefully if it goes through, you know, I'm still waiting. It's like, and that's part of this thing where I get like, I'm like, I got to blah, 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 blah. And it still takes them 10 days to review. So maybe it would have been smarter to just do one and then upload it and make sure I did it right. Ah, anyway, <laughs> I see. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. And uh, I think sometimes when you have the torch and you have a lot of like passion about something or whatever, then, um, you know, use the energy, you know, it's there too. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, so many different ways to look at it. But, right. Right. But yeah, I wanted to talk tonight just about like happiness. I don't know. It does seem fleeting sometimes, but I'm really excited because James and I have been working like for a while on our next project, our next uh, offering. And uh, and it's a name that he came up with, uh, I think a long time ago, if I'm not mistaken, maybe you can tell us a little bit about the genesis of that, but we're gonna be uh, teaming up and, and doing a, a coaching program and I'm super excited about it. It's gonna be the only one of its kind. So I'm really looking forward to that. Tell us a little bit about the name though uh, and, and, and how that came about, James. Uh, essentially, um, during the course of making ingredients, a documentary, uh, about chemical food additives and nutrition, uh, we started to play around with other, uh, documentary type of ideas. And, uh, the more that we put our heads in kind of a negative subject, like f corporate food and, and government nutrition, the more we were kind of just kind of getting fed up with that process of, of making media about negative stuff. And uh, one day uh, we pulled together um, just some ideas in, in the writing room and we were batting back and forth about like what the next one would be. And, um, you know, I like to come up with titles and things. And so I came up with the title of Blueprint to Happiness. But it was really just to focus mostly on who your mentors are and uh, and what you know is not good or bad. It's just what is as a product of your environment. And, uh, you know, figuring out that your money mentor and your happiness or your love mentor, or your health mentor, they all could just be your mom or your dad. But some people have multiple people in their, in their lives that affect them and um, being able to uh you know evaluate what the who those mentors were and realize where your first brick walls are in life and be able to you know assess you know so like money isn't addition or subtraction it's creation it's a um, depreciating asset that's always worth less each day so you don't really want money but 
um, you know, your mentors may have taught you that all you need to do is save money. And so not necessarily if you're at a point in your life where this, these teachings are bad or good or, or otherwise, it's about evaluating where you are exactly with that, that process, you know, because if you've hit a brick wall in life, chances are it was money, love or health. And, you know, and uh, is it an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Well, I mean, maybe so if that's the consciousness that you you've you know taken on but ultimately um you know you're only going to be as good as the information you have we live in the information age and a lot of our information is assimilated from our role models and uh being able to uh, you know transcend that maybe you have a fucking great love mentor or a great money mentor you don't really need help with those those areas you need to focus on those other areas so being able to address those those very core concepts and and uh and, you know figure out who that mentor might be how to how to acquire them in your life and you know realizing that life isn't a team sport it's really uh you know it's we've been taught the the, the fittest survive but it's really cooperation that made us survive and and uh you know competition through sports and school has really kind of put us into this uh, i'm gonna do it it's like, no, you need to really find some people and get them on your team and move forward. So, yeah, Blueprint to Happiness. I believe it's on, it's, it's on a napkin someplace. Yeah, I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it stuck around, you know, somehow or another, you know, however it got transported, if it was just mental or, or what. But, yeah, it has a great ring to it, and that's definitely uh, what it's, you know, that's what it's all about, you know. Like we – we everybody wants that they want to be happy right and those are the three barriers for the most part it's going to be one of those three things so you know let's identify all of that and uh <clears throat> start working in a, in a in a in a in a proper direction you know it's been it's been a crazy couple of years doing coaching i've seen the industry change a lot uh and i've learned a lot it's kind of funny i see like a lot of the coaches are probably the best i would say that there's a kind of a, an interesting trend where it's like some of the better coaches are some of the worst at marketing <laughs> and some of the worst coaches are the best at marketing it's kind of hard to uh avoid that sort of walmart thing once you scale to a certain point right like it just you just have to make everything so generic you know um but it's been an interesting year too on top of that to see like the coaches coaching coaches whole trend which is uh absolutely hysterical and uh <laughs> it's 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 just a it's just a pyramid scheme but you just don't have like a uh like an amway you know what i'm saying or like a, whatever that thing is you don't have a brand other than your i guess your own coaching Co company that coaches coaches to coach right other that coaches multi-level marketing it's fractals baby it's turtles all the way you right well i think also some people have you know they everything is about an angle right and some uh, some people figure out certain angles that work for them and then they you know they figure out a way to formulate it and and transfer it but the problem is is by the time they get their translation and their formula and move through and market it and the market it gets to you and it's finally made its imprint chances are their formula is probably just bullshit by then and, and a new algorithms out and like yeah. you know you're already walking on old news 
and like that used to be the there used to be all kinds of things like that in the 90s before uh internet you know mm-hmm. like this next idea bam you know it's just and, and you know the things trend fast in business and and uh you know i think going to fundamentals and you know again having you know a good lead magnet and a solid position of speaking your truth is is really the best way to go because a, a technique or an idea is just going to go wayside within a month or, or six months um you know yes yeah, just I- steal it copy it call it their own whatever. i totally totally relate this i mean my business has been online since 2003 i was one of the first people holding teleseminars where we just use the fucking phone and so over the years you know i've had to like reinvent myself repackage reframe and in fact uh, i just had a business meeting earlier today where you know i've got 12 simultaneous lists going on at the same time that overlap and you know trying to like hone in on like the very 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 basics of well what is it that i'm lit up with and i know for a fact after all these various iterations of my websites i'm on my 23rd iteration of a website since 1994. <laughs> and I'm realizing I need to go back to the formula that I used to use that was actually very successful before I got gutted of having multiple lead magnets because I, I've i got my, as we were talking earlier, Bootsy, you know, I've got my fingers in lots of different pies, <laughs> with lots of different audiences. And one audience that I can completely eliminate is the truth and freedom uh people because they're not going to spend money because they don't have any That's you know true. they're so in the woe is me and government is slavery and yet they are completely addicted to the fucking system i'm sorry if i'm fucking offending people you know and and here i am i'm one of the content creators on one great work network it's like right. oops you know but am i a sycophant am i sitting there kissing everybody's butt on that platform hell the fuck no no i am who i am and so the discovery of well what is it that lights me up and what lights me up is people choosing to despite the shit show out in the matrix and in the outer screen and despite the shit that goes in the inner screen that we are all willing to make the decision to be happy by god no matter what that means and even when there's a shit show there's a declaration of advantage and benefits in that and to just take it from there. And so that's been like really the sort of 180 that I have been experiencing is like, oh, I, I can re-choose and reframe this and I can experiment and have fun with, you know, the little the little treats and the value that I want to offer. Um you know just to be able to like for for me clear my conscience because i don't want to contribute to uh having people adhere to the oh god ain't it off on the scarcity and the lack and the you know just the 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 uh, weaponized woundology of everything that we don't like yep and we want to fucking push that 
push up against it and give it the finger and and you know i'm sick of it i really it's like people if you are in that place don't talk to me fucking don't talk to me i don't want to hear it i'm done yeah it's it my heart goes out to people who are in that place and i've I've, awesome. I've even gone out of my way to try to like you know really reach out to people who are there because i was there but at the same time when i was there i didn't want to hear me no they don't they don't want, to want it. it they want to get on that bandwagon it's that pendulum of the world is a shitty place yeah it's run by pedos the government yeah, make mm -hmm. it stop. Make it stop. Yeah, yeah. If there was no government, then everything would be fine, and you wouldn't be, you know, toxic and full of trauma and 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 completely, you know, not doing the work. That's what I learned. And <laughs> you know, not 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 that everybody in that community is that way. There's a lot of people who are doing the work, but you know, I mean, just because somebody agrees with you about some stuff, that doesn't mean that they're healthy, and that doesn't mean that they're right. ready exactly. to to exactly. connect and do a, like a larger we project. Create another fucking echo chamber of agreement. Because, I, and I've said this before, every woke group, whether it's spiritual, truth and freedom, uh, you know, advocacy for health, they all turn into a totalitarian shit show. Yep. Agree with us and all of our little bullet point principles, or, you know, you're asleep. It's like, oh God, here we go. No. I mean, yeah. That is not going to make you happy. Well, I could say that that that's not on the path to happiness. <laughs> I agree. I, I want to be happy, and I was called Pollyanna the other day. You always have a nice smile on your face, and you just make jokes about everything. I I do make jokes about everything. Doesn't mean that I'm joking. It just means that I'm making a choice to enjoying myself making the decision to enjoy my life and be happy we well, just said the key word it's a fucking choice you make yes. the choice right it's like there's always plenty of circumstances to not focus to focus on that are going to be unfavorable to your mental health or stability or the things that your preferences or all these things right and what happens when you give focus to things that suck well then you start to feel like shit yeah. All right. And so how much of a choice and how much are you going to realize that your man, this goes into transferring is when are you going to realize that you're making a choice for less? Yeah. When are you going to realize right. that you're making a Even choice? Even when you don't make a shit? choice, you're making a choice. Yeah. Even when you don't and make so, a choice, your non-actions have, cons you know, you have consequences. So and I think what people really suffer from when they think about happiness is they have antiquated happiness with comfort. And it's, a false correlation it's like yeah you go work 60 hours this week and you come home and sit on the couch and you're comfortable and now you relate that comfort to you know relief to some sort of happiness but ultimately comfort doesn't bring happiness comfort brings complacency right and, and so um the happiness is a choice made through the actions of the, with the time that you have with the resources that you have right having being fulfilled and so, um, you know, it's easy to be like, deal with a lot of uncomfortable things and be like, I'm unhappy. Really, it's easier to like, look at it from I'm dealing with some uncomfortable shit. I'm happy and I'm dealing with it the best I can. Um, 
it doesn't interact with my interfere with my happiness right it's like this comfort level has nothing to do with your general overall stability it has to do with you know with your ability to generate enough revenue to not have to work a certain amount of time to be able to sit in one place comfortably and be comfortable right and so uh that relief isn't comfort it's a break in the continuity of work it feels like happiness right and and so that comfort, you know, and people can be really comfort. You can spend all the money in the world to be comfort and they're still unhappy, right? And so, you know, finding how, how to make that choice so you're going to be happy and deal with the discomfort. And I think, you know, a lot of people have a hard time dealing with the uncomfortable feelings that they have inside of them. And, and, uh, and then they go to coping mechanisms and they also antiquate that escapism as happiness because, again, it comes back to relief from what's fucking bothering them right and so if you talk about comfort it's a relief and you talk about escapism it's a relief well what the fuck are you relieving like let's really just go back and go full circle and and try to figure out what what it is it's so goddamn bad that you need relief from because that's the fucking problem that isn't it isn't a job of being unhappy you know you're making the choice and that's discomfort comes in a lot of fucking in a lot of uh different packages you know, and, and being able to uh, being able to assess those risks and discomforts and, and, and what they'll bring and, and thresholds and whatnot, you know. But, you know, I think, you know, people ha- really just don't know how to even define the what happiness actually is and something that like they're chasing, like some idea. It's like chasing a million dollars. You need to make a million dollars, don't you, Owen? That's all we need is a million bucks. I think that's aiming but, super low, bro. I think we can do yeah, a lot better than that. But that's an idea that someone else puts in your head, right? And, right. And like, and then, but again, it's again happiness is really this conglomerate of things called fulfillment and being enriched and having community and clarity and like a group of things make into happiness right right these golden moments that move from one to the next to the next to the next and i'm on a roll i'm on a roll and has things been challenging absolutely absolutely i'm going through my entire uh, uh library if you will of every program that i've ever offered in the last 20 years and and deciding you know what's what is evergreen what can be like released what can be uh revamped revitalized reworked whatever and i'm just like going and i and for a while there was overwhelmed and i realized oh i'm going down memory lane i have so many happy memories of creating the stuff and and all the people that I've met, the places that I've been. So it's been a really cool journey into memory land and kind of re-sparking all that inspirational stuff and, and realizing that, wow, man, this is, this is like really cool. I've lived a really, really cool, awesome, creative life. There's nothing to complain about here, you know? And, and then looking at, you know, some of the takedowns that were like pretty shocking. And now I'm looking at them going <laughs> from a very expanded, higher view and realizing, yeah, you know what? That needed to go. It really needed to go. It was eating a lot 
of my free time and it was costing me um, just in terms of my well-being because I wasn't resting. So, you know, being able to see the advantages and the benefits of something that went down that was literally at had the pulled had the rug pulled out from under me and it was for a good reason because it wasn't sustainable and um you know being able to be in that place of acceptance and integrating that it's it's platinum man it really is yeah i think there's something to be said about um you know us having a conscious ha a conscience and having the boundaries that we have within us too that kind of keep us on track you know as far as like the idea of happiness because it's pretty elusive happiness right like they that that whole thing there's a uh, comment actually that just came in wills it says happiness is circumstantial joy is beyond that and not subject to happenings i i i agree um but here's what i have to say too is like depending on how you carve your life out sort of what your boundaries are within your conscience i would say and what you choose to do like I don't think you're going to have a very uh, fulfilling or happy or joyous life if you if you ignore those boundaries and you do something else. Right. Like so in, in, in taking your life in as an example and you look back and like look at all the things that you've done. It's all been part of this unraveling of you following your own inner voice, your own compass. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like where did the stuff come from? You know, some of it I pulled out of my butt. I mean, you know, hello. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's, it's still applicable that's that's part of the the sort of i'm amazed i'm going wow this is even more applicable now because of seven noinson and because of all of the uh the, the the changes in technology and also the changes that we are uh, integrating in terms of our consciousness and our ability to be more, um, I, I, I feel like we're more open these days to like really novel ideas. Yeah, I think that when we follow that happiness, like that whole, like maybe that's why it's framed that way, like the pursuit of happiness, not to get patriotic because I'm not, but like, uh, you know, that that idea that it's this, it's, 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 a, it's a thing to, it, it's, it's not a thing that you can just, like the bluebird of happiness, right? Like, cause it just comes down and it rests on your hand. And if you try to grasp it, it's gone, yeah. you know, but to be able to do that, I think is really just being true to yourself and saying, okay, I'm being honest about who I am and putting my boundaries in place. And if you do that, then it's a lot easier, I think, to have that capacity for happiness. It opens up more space. And I think that, you know, you, your subconscious mind, your soul, whatever, really appreciates that and it will reward you. Uh, but again, you know, back to what James was talking about, about challenges, man, I mean, they're, they're, they're all over the place and learning to embrace those is frankly difficult because one of the things that you said was like the continuous uh, doing the same thing. It's almost monotonous. Like that's kind of how I feel sometimes uh, where I'm just doing the same things and doing the same things. And like, it can feel very mechanical over time and almost soulless, you know, even though some of the work that I'm trying to do is, is creative and, yeah. and soulful, yeah. it still right. feels that way. Sometimes it feels just dry. Um, but I think that's just part of, you know, breaking through that impasse. 
in growing and getting better, you know, and just forces you to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. I don't know what that is, what that, why that resistance is comes that about. about discipline. Like, are you feeling like you've been, because I feel this quite a lot because as a writer and you know, this as a writer, the shit doesn't get done unless you sit there and do yeah, it. But <laughs> if I'm not inspired, the last fucking thing I need to do is sit in front of a desk and just will it to happen because I know my personality, my personality is going to go, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and, and so that becomes uber frustrating. So um, it, it's got to be uh, an inspired doing, but I also know that there is, there are certain tasks that are, I, I call it grunt work, you know, the grind work where I know just like, doing the dishes right after right after you mess up the kitchen i have to do that i got to clean the kitchen otherwise when i wake up the next morning and i've got to make coffee and i've got to dig through shit because i was too whatever the night before even though i could have easily done it it would have taken 10 minutes it, it will like set the stage for like the shit show and now I can laugh at it because I've done it enough times where I just go, oh, Chica, what are you doing? Stop it. You know, and I'll just laugh. I'll just laugh and make a joke out of it. But my point is, is that there's certain things where you just got to show up for them. You got to show up for them. And so I know the tasks that I avoid, I do those. I get them out of the way because it, it just works better for me. And I choose to do it because I know it'll make my ass happy. And, <laughs> and it'll like free up so much consternation in my head and this, this frenetic energy where I don't want to do it, but then I, I really should do it. And that sort of, you know, tug of war that I do with myself, that shit is not fun, man. It is not fun for me. You know, yeah. So I, I and I have to make a choice. It's like, okay, you know how you are, get to it. You know, yeah, dis discipline is the answer to that, and that's also another part of happiness. Is like, do you want short delayed term gratification? Yeah, yeah, delayed gratification or or short term gratification? And yes. you know, it's like the uh, the world, you know, Gen Xers and past um, really we were given an instant gratification type of world and you know it's it's a whole lot harder now like you know i remember when i was a kid if you sent away for something it'd be like eight weeks wait eight weeks for it it would come like there was no tracking numbers or no nothing right like and then it would finally come in and you'd be disappointed after eight weeks of anticipation it's like there was no everything is instantaneous now and and uh you know that what we're really getting through that instantaneousness is dopamine, not real true happiness. We're getting a fix, right? And and so, you know, it comes back down to discipline. When I'm on and I'm doing exactly what I need to do and, and staying on the course, everything works out, you know? And, but, you know, again, with discipline, it comes with problem solving too. Staying yes. on that course. It's like being, you know, level five problems are really tough if you're a level three problem solver. But if you're a level seven problem solver, those level five problems are, are super surface nuisances. So it's really about 
your perception, your place, placing yourself in a, in, in a way to be successful and, you know, and dealing with those on, you know, we're talking about fear and uncertainty, really, you know, dealing with the world is like oh, those obstacles that come out through the day. And, you know, once we really, and I'm again, going back, there's so many levels inside of blueprints to happiness uh, uh, and, and, you know, the, the trivium, is a methodology for dealing with fear and uncertainty or creating you know creating a good plan of dealing with reality uh, and so you know like there's there is no catch-all answer for this thing called happiness you well know, there, you're like, also an individual too and like yeah. learning like the enneagram is going to show you like what your take <laughs> is what your angle is and what your motive really is like and it's going to fuck you up too because you're gonna be like damn that is me god how do they know well it's ancient it's been around for you know yeah. ancient technology you know oh, but it's not attractive what what's that some of the stuff with the enneagram like the negative like i'm an eight so oh, the yeah. negative the eight it's like i overheard a bunch of people that used to work for me this is two decades ago where it was not flattering. It was not, I was like shocked at how people were literally afraid of me. Afraid of my disapproval, afraid of my criticism, not my anger, but my more sarcasm <laughs> that I tend to put out, you know? And I was just like, I had to like really sit back and listen. It was a very humbling experience because I realized wow, you are a real asshole and you don't have to be like that. And, and I realized a lot of the times as an eight, me being an asshole is because I'm filled with the fear of failing, of not being liked, because when I'm most helpful, I go to the two, I'm like the helper. I want to help everybody out, you know? And it, it was really a humbling experience to listen to what people really got to say about you when they don't know you're around, <laughs> you're not in the room and there are no consequences, so to speak. And I, I didn't let on that I was in on the conversation because, you know, it's like the universe kind of dropped it in front of me. Like, yo, listen to this. This is for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to get insight into yourself like that because it can totally change the way that you you know, deal with yourself. And also it can really help you understand that other people have different frames and perspectives that they're coming from. And so, you know, for me, before I learned about the Enneagram specifically for whatever reason, surely there's other, there's tons of different, you know, art, uh, personality tests and all kinds of different things. What I do like the most about the Enneagram though, is that it zeroes in on your motivation. Uh, and I, it helped me really understand that, not everybody had the same, you know, uh, the same disposition that I do. Right. And so I'm like, oh, this person sees it this way. This person sees it like that. I get it. I thought everybody automatically by default saw things and experienced things the way I do. Right. Just like everybody else does, because we're all self-involved and we only have this one, you know, piece of machinery or equipment or whatever we want to call it. That's, that's giving us all the signals and all this shit. Right. So we're all seeing the world and only our own way, you know, just like that. And so it really opened uh, me up to that, but there are obviously some universal things too, that we're all experiencing. And back to that, like idea of discipline. I mean, I think with that, it, it goes with the balance. Like it, it, you do have to put that time in and you do have to, 
uh, you know, what do they say about enlightenment, right? Like uh, before enlightenment, uh, chop wood and carry water. And then after enlightenment, chop wood and carry chop water. Wood, carry water. <laughs> like, I'm getting real. I'm getting real fucking good at chopping wood and carrying water over here. Practicalities. I, I'm into cleaning. So, you know, I get stumped. I clean. I used to think that was a bad thing. Well, I mean, you can go overboard, but sure. I, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. There's a there's an energetic mm, reset that happens. And I think, too, uh, when we're in the world as men and women, when we're just out there doing, 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 our masculine gets exhausted, regardless of whether we're a man or a woman, we get exhausted. And we need to step back and allow our feminine, our inner feminine to recharge. Give our give our masculine a break. You know, he's been like, you know, he's been on point, he's been on task, and the feminine needs to be pampered. You know, we all need to be pampered. And so that whole thing of of rest and relaxation, whatever that means for you, I think uh, I think it needs to be cultivated, not in a, a, a narcissistic kind of way, but in a way that, as you were saying, puts it all back into balance, you know. Yeah. And I think that makes the discipline and the results from discipline even all the more sweeter for me anyway. Well, you know, and back to two, we we're talking about problems too a little bit. It's 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 a different perspective, you know. It's being at another ability to be able to like because problems are never gonna go away. You're just either gonna have higher level or lower level problems. Yeah. So it's it's about understanding that and like because everybody just wants their problem to go away. It's never gonna happen. No, it's, not. So it's just never yeah. going to news, newsflash. Money doesn't solve your problems either. Oh, just hell give, no. Just, no gives, just, just gives you new problems, right? And so... And maybe it makes some of your other ones worse too, you know? Happiness isn't being problemless. Happiness is having the tools and the skills to deal with the challenges and problems that arise. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. You know? No, that's great. I love that. That's and, perfect. And yeah. there's and, and there's and there's two different there's a couple different ways to think about being productive too. You know, along with this whole like problems, the higher level problems, lower level problems. Same thing as far as being productive. Now you can be a busy bee and doing a lot of work and exercising that masculine, you know, but you can also just completely overwhelm yourself by never uh, leaning into that feminine. Cause you got to have both. You have to have the bridegroom to be creative. You have to have the masculine and the feminine. And if you over uh, emphasize one or the other, then you're going to not have that really high level uh, type of, of being productive. Think of it like this. Like if you just were holed up in your room and you're going to write this screenplay uh, well, okay, you'll hammer it out. And what will it be? Probably very mediocre at best. You know, in fact, it's probably gonna be worse than mediocre. It's the first draft, man. It's all right. Give it a break. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. I get it. It's the first draft. All right. All right. We'll, we'll go through. We'll we'll make a few edits. No. But but, Im but imagine having a, a a balanced life where you're going out, you're getting recreation, you're having a new perspective, you're uh, engaging with friends, you're fulfilling all the needs that you have within you and you're writing a screenplay at the same time you know you might have a freaking revelation when you're talking to somebody or when you're out just doing a recreational activity that you're doing just for the or you're spooning with your man i mean yeah 
it's like, oh, I gotta get up, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You jump up. What's wrong? You know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. You jump up and write something down, and uh, and you you come away with like something you know new. And the same thing is true with the world and the way that we interact with that too. Because we could you could go out there and you could hustle and grind at a nine to five all day, every single day. Come home, pass out, and watch Netflix. You know, or you know, you could say, you know what, I'm just gonna do a part-time thing and I'm going to start working on some other ways to learn how to do money. And then you learn how to do a little bit of crypto and you got some of that coming in. And then you learn how to do some other little side hustle business or an Airbnb or whatever. And then you start adding little things, you know, and before you know it, you build up a real portfolio. You know, if you, if you go at it from that sort of myopic, small, more narrow kind of perspective of, you know, I can just get down and do the thing and I'm being productive. Are you, are you being productive? Or are you just busy? You know, yeah. whereas if you can have a little bit more perspective, then it can help to open up other possibilities you may not have seen. We don't see everything. And it's like really cliche and shit. They say, you don't know what you don't know, but you don't even know that you are, you know, you don't even know to be aware about the fact that you might not know of certain things, right. opportunities, people, et cetera, that, uh, that could really be beneficial to you. And part of that, like, Yin and yang too, I would say is like doing your work and allowing it to just be and not just hammering, 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 but taking that time away and letting the world, you know, take, take your creation and, uh, you know, nurture it for you. Cause you know, once I think once, once you've done it, it's kind of out of your hands at that point. That is so cool. It Maybe. sounds like we're all in, in that, soup that soup of uh it's it's creativity meets manifestation meets download yeah well you know it's like we were you're talking earlier it's like people who are in this sort of victimhood frame they want to blame you know the government or whatever whoever whatever, whatever Putin. Putin it doesn't is matter it's just a vict exactly <laughs> what are the real tools the real tools yeah. are understanding uh our consciousness and and the innate abilities that we have telling stories you know creating make, making pieces of art you know those types of things i mean the the universal creator is a creator and so if we're made in that image then that's what we're designed to do as well. And so, you know, I think when it really comes down to making any sort of difference, the tools, uh, the tools that I think can be best used are the tools of story, you know, your own story. It's really about you. It's really about your own hero's journey coming through that. Cause I was there. I'm not trying to hate on anybody who's like roads or whatever the fuck they're arguing about still at the, you know, ANCOM versus ANCAP debate group on Facebook. You know, like I don't, uh, I don't envy being in that position, but, but when you're ready to come out of that, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, ho holler, of course. Uh, but you know, I and maybe that's just a necessary phase. Like I said, I'm not trying to throw shade cause I know what it's like. I've been there. I've, I've, I've tried to solve the world's problems and it just, it's never going to, you're never going to be able to do it. It's not going to happen. No. You don't have the capacity not, to do it. It'll suck the life out of you. I, I did it solid for 20 fucking years where I was just gnashing up against the shit stums. 
outing everything I could, you know, I mean, stop girls, stop. And finally it dawned on me, wait, I want to be happy. And to go down those little, you know, they're not even rabbit holes. They're crevasses of your being where it's like, wait, I, th I think I stuffed something shiny in there. Like, let me go retrieve it and find it. And, you know, the, the sort of self-excavation of all the stuff that you've put on hold, forgotten about, or uh, decided, I'll get back to it. You know, and it, and it's like somehow, and when you ask for it, when you ask the, like I asked the universe to give me signs that are um, leaning me toward being inspired. And I asked and it is given. It's, it's really, it's really quite amazing, but I have to ask for it. And, and a lot of the times when I'm suffering in my bullshit, you know, the, those, the, the, uh, the notion to ask is a notion at best. There's not really much uh, action in, in even asking for it. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's, it, it, it is for me, it's that laziness, lethargic unconsciousness that it, it's kind of comfortable, but not really. It's the derp. Yes. <laughs> the that? How do you spell that? D E R P. I think. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's yeah. It's the part of you that won't put take your arm and pick up the remote control to turn off the TV to go to sleep, or even go to bed to go to sleep, even though you know yeah, you're gonna sleep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're about to fall asleep. You know, I'm just gonna you know do whatever. Like just throw this. Uh, you know, mindless load of clothes in the, in the washer and then leave it there for three days. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it manifests in many forms, but I mean, I, 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 I feel like if I have a nemesis, it's that part of me that's like, nah, you know, the, 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 I don't know what that even is. If it's a critic or a censor or just, uh, just some weird, uh, I don't know, maybe I can do some, uh, some investigating about that, but, um, but I, I, but yeah, I, I think it, it sets us up long-term, you know, for happiness when we do some of the things that are uncomfortable to do right now, you know, focusing on those things, that discipline, it's just showing up and doing those things every day. And then adding things to, to our lives that are going to help us, you know, tomorrow I'm going right whitewater rafting. I haven't been since uh, 2016, maybe it was Man. Uh, the last so time I, I went. <laughs> when was that? It's 2016. Where was it at? Uh, it was uh, man. It was north of British Columbia. It was up in British oh. Columbia, north of Vancouver. Ooh, cool. It was pretty good. It was a good run, man. It was. Uh, it was uh, really. I can't remember the name of the uh, river. I have to ask my homie, but it was a well rad. done thing. Like we went and camped at all organic food. Like you know, like they had cabins, and it was really nice. It was a really good experience. I would do it again. Dude, I love whitewater. So I, I did. I was a guide for four years uh, nice. in, in West Virginia and Montana and Costa Rica for a little while as well. That's kind of where I learned about it. But I'm going up here in Georgia. There's a river, uh, the Chattooga River. So I'll be rafting down that. Haven't done it in years. 
uh, and I'm really excited about it, you know, kind of to come back to like the idea of being productive at a higher level. You know, it's like I have to do things for myself that my soul craves. And I can't tell you how many dreams I've had where I'm on the river. I just, yeah. I love water anyway. Like I'm, I'm a very watery person. Uh, You're a you cancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love moving water. I love how it bends and moves and, and plays and it's always trying to make itself flat. It's all, it's, it's perfect. I, I, I could just sit and watch moving water all day. You know, I, I really do. I love it. So, um, so I'm really excited, uh, to go and do that. And that's cool. one of those things where I'm trying to, uh, you know, give myself something that I enjoy that I'm doing for no output whatsoever. Yeah. Most everything else food. in my it's life. Yeah. Most everything else in my life. I'm like, I'm going to do this and we'll have this outcome. And that is why I'm doing it. You know, very like determined and rational and all that, like sort of masculine. There has to be a reason why. But for this, there's no reason why. You know, it's just uh, something that I really enjoy doing. Like skiing as well is something I really enjoy doing. But living in Georgia, it's a little bit tough. You know, maybe once every decade, can you bust out the, uh, you know, <laughs> the poles and skis? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kidnap you sometime this winter. <laughs> that sounds good to me, man. I'm into it. Yeah, I would love to hit the hill, man. I love it, man. That's I, I might even like that more. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because when I first started skiing, I was rafting first. And uh, the guy who owned the rafting company uh, was part owner of a ski resort. And he he was like, if anybody wants work this winter, you know, and I, and I was like, I want work. And he said, well, can you ski? And I said, no. <laughs> he said, well, can you teach? And I said, yes, I can teach. He said, well, we'll teach you how to ski. Come on. And uh, I got to learn. They taught me how to ski and I just taught the kids, you know, pizza, French fry. But after a couple of years of doing that, I actually got pretty good. You know, I was hitting the park and stuff. I wouldn't do that now. But <laughs> back in the day, I was having a pretty good old time on those things. It's a lot of fun. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, but, that's a, yeah. Snowboarding like that is for me. It's just something to do. It's not. So that's something I need to gain. I'm not trying to be healthy. I'm not going through and counting calories and right. I'm not doing anything. It's just to be out of the mountain and get fresh air and, and enjoy, you know, the, the thrill of moving down a mountain and high speeds on a plank. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's pretty freaking cool. And it's, it's fun, you know, and you're not doing it for the sake of any other thing. It's like dancing. Dancing is one of those things. You just do it for the sake of doing it. You know, you're not going to, necessarily win an award or whatever arrive at a certain spot right busting the moon, <laughs> right? i gotta get on that spot over there and it's all done right exactly <laughs> so yeah so being just being aware you know what makes your you know and I, I don't think i would have even noticed that had i not been you know giving myself that type kind of attention that that's part of like you know happiness and, and shit the hard times they they don't just they, they continue and you know, those challenges, they continue. But I think breaking through that, it, like I said, uh, just opens up more space and for, for joy, for gratitude, you know, and, and ultimately like the idea of happiness, just being on your purpose. Cause it feels really good to be doing something that you're aligned with that, that, that feels good. You know, you can work and make money, and in a, in a way that's that's not unethical, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think most people even realize that. Like, it's it's just one thing. It's either the easiest thing or the thing that pays the most money. Give me that job, 
and I'll take that job. And you owe me a job, by the way. So I'll take the one that's the, either the easiest to do or pays the most money and give me a job because you owe me one. Thank you. Or else. Government. <laughs> if only we had no rulers and no laws. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Oh my God. It doesn't matter. It's really about us. You know what I mean? It's about the person ourselves. And once we kind of like step away from putting blame on somebody else or the system or this thing or that thing, the sooner well, we do that. Exactly what you said is blame. So like all I see always is a trend of how fucked up this world is and all the opportunities to realize what you truly are through that fucked upness, right? And so it's like once you realize that you are a piece of everything and you are the universe and it is all inside of you, it changes your perspective, right? Yeah. But, it's, but it takes, but like you don't remember that message when you chose this body. So like, you know, now you come in and, you're, and your mentors, back to your mentors, tell you how scary the fucking world is and they feed their fears to you, and then you have some bad experiences of feeds of fears. And then you years. pay them to fix those. It's like fuck off, yeah. go away. <laughs> but you know, it, it 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 is all part of this journey. All of our our obstacles, all of our resistance was all chosen by us. Like you know, if we knew what was going to happen, we'd be like, "Fuck this game! I'm just going to go home and smoke some pot." <laughs> Like, if you know how like, how it's going to end, you're not interested, right? And, and, like, that's like, you know, I have to not watch a movie for 30 years to forget it, to remember that I liked it, and to be surprised by it, right? right, right. <laughs> What's that part of that hero's journey? If you turn that movie on and it was, like, everything's great and all is well and I'm going to yeah. eat a delicious food right yeah. now. and Everything's and then, perfect. Everything's perfect. Yay. Then you're like, this movie fucking sucks, man. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. And that's you exactly what, what the world, that's what the media is. And that's what the truth movement is. And that's what all of this sky is falling shit is, is that people, it's the universe pushing back on their awareness of itself. Right? And yeah, man, you know, like we're all trained to survive and we all don't want our imagination telling us all these bad things that can fucking happen to us, right? The reality is by the time that bad thing happens to you, you're not even going to know it anyway. <laughs> and so true. you can't live in this idea that um, there's this high level of risk that you're mitigating every all moments and all the times. So, you know, it's just like it is what it is. Move Nothing it. is certain. Nothing it, is yeah. certain. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't mean don't have some extra food laying around or like some resources just in case like a personal emergency happens, which is the most likely thing to actually happen if we're looking at statistics you know what i'm saying but like you know doesn't mean any of that it just means like understand like nothing is guaranteed literally nothing especially especially the easy job or the job that pays the most money you know none of those things are guaranteed and if you don't take responsibility into your own hands you know and do that one extra thing like ah, i don't feel like looking up my crypto password because it's in a notebook that's in my closet which is right over there <laughs> i just don't want to do it you know what i'm saying it's that it's that's the fucking derp 
I'm oh, telling you, it's, it's, it's very it's it's a little gremlin. That little gremlin that's like, nah, you don't need to buy your sister a birthday present, you know, or like whatever, like that little that little thing, you know. And fortunately for me, my sister's birthday isn't coming up for quite a while. But <laughs> since I just came out of my mouth, I'm like, maybe I should go ahead and get like, go, ahead <laughs> go get it right, right now. It. Yeah, go ahead and just knock that out so I don't forget. <laughs> you know, going back, you know, to guess, you know, generally speaking, um, I'm a pretty happy dude uh, most of the time, and regardless of most circumstances. And um, I've been able to develop that skill, and a lot of it comes through like mantras of you know, you know, I kind of live by simplicity, creativity, fluidity, neutrality, and clarity. Right. And so simplicity is keeping things simple. It, 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 you, you can make them really complicated, simplify things, you know, and, and the more simple life is, the more it's easier to, to take enjoyment with the things that you have available to you. If things are kind of crazy, um, creativity, I mean, that speaks into itself. It's not only being creative, and writing books and painting, creative problem solving. Because, I mean, that's all business is, is solving people's problems, right? And so the creativity in your life and, and, and creativity with problems, fluidity, not being rigid, being able to move through it, being able to, to go with that flow and, and hop off when it's necessary and, and you know, see the beginnings and ends and, and uh, honor those things. Neutrality. It's fucking really dualistic, right? But the more neutral you are in between that over aesthetic joy and that depression, the more happiness you're really going to find is in that neutrality. And then clarity. Really being in touch and honest with yourself and what you're thinking, feeling, and how you think you're perceiving the world. It's really easy to just see things for what they're not based on you know, um, your concept of how you see the world, right? And, and, and you know, it's like the, the more that you can simplify yourself and, and simplify these, these processes, these emotional processes that are going on in our, in our bodies and emotion and in our hearts, the more it is easier to find this thing, you know, happiness, which I really think happiness is more like fulfilling, right? So like I go over to a day of running a spaceship. We just did this mushroom conference. And we gave people some of the best experiences of their lives. And it's like, you know, to be able to share that with them and be able to give that to them for them to be able to receive it and us be able to like share it. And like it was genuinely was fulfilling, which was a happy day. I got paid to do something I love and paid to do it to people who fucking obviously needed it. Right. I appreciated and, it too. Which and, is awesome. Fuck yeah. You know, it got to do, you got to spend that time with good friends. Right. And so, you know, it wasn't any more awesome than today of doing nothing, you know, but it was a fulfilling day. And it was, you know, it, it was encompassing if you were to look at it in the week or the month or the year. Right. And, and you know, so it's like that fulfillment is a major thing. And that's like, you know, that's just, it's like a free radical that's like floating on the, on the side of happiness. Right. It's like it gets overlooked. We really want something to do. If I give you all the resources you want, you sit around and fucking do nothing. You're gonna be bored out of your goddamn mind in six months. Yep. And like, what am I gonna do now? I have to do something. 
you know, I was like, and that's, you know, like, I kind of like to look at it. My time is like, if I had that money, what would I be doing? <laughs> right. And fucking find a way to do it. It's awesome. I love it, man. It's inspired. And uh, yeah, I just want to encourage everybody um, and just say one more time, you know, it is possible. And uh, I highly encourage you to do something that makes you feel good, uh, you know, and nurses your soul. And you can also make money at it. I mean, there's a million different ways to do things. You can, of course, find the easy job or the uh, job that pays more and also do great things, too. I mean, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to tell people what to do exactly. But um, point being is <clears throat> it is uh, it is possible to feel fulfilled and be proud of the work that you do. And it's a really I think that's a that, that I think to me, that's a part of happiness, right? Like if that's even just something that you leave behind for posterity or something, some some something that you struggled through to create, to, to share with somebody else, which is generally speaking, how that hero's journey kind of plays out. You go into the unknown, the right. abyss, you have to experience something. You don't know what the hell is about to unfold and you don't really have uh, your feet underneath you, right? Like you're swept out from under, the rug is swept out from under you and you have to now in, you know, go through this experience. It's tumultuous. It's difficult. It's hard, but you learn something about yourself. And then because you learn something about yourself, you can be a better mentor, you know, for other people. And that's really what it comes down to. Like when we were at uh, contact with the cabin, Joe Roop's first talk, he was like, all right, I want all you guys to imagine you have completely new parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the parents that you wish you had, those are your parents for this weekend. Uh, and the idea obviously being like to understand like how we relate and what we learn from our mentors, we can, and we can, and we can, and we can level up those mentors as we go. That's great. Um, it's a big, it's a, it, it, it's a big impact on us as, as far as how we perceive the world, the archetypes that we create and the, the, you know, the cat, the way we categorize the world, but, but yeah, I'm really excited. And the way, and the way we like, I like myself. I like who I am. You know, and I think that I think that's really cool because I hear from a lot of people that they don't like who they are. They don't mm -hmm. like the reflection in the mirror. And then, you know, of course, I go into mirror work and all that kind of stuff. And that even confuses them even more because the understanding of giving to the reflection what it is that you want the reflection to give you is like, <sighs> like what what are you talking about what kind of new age hocus pocus is this and it's not it's quantum physics so you know so yeah put that in your pipe and smoke yeah, it that. science denying climate change yeah. denying right exactly no shit no i love the way lehman says it he's like i don't shave the mirror you know what i'm saying like <laughs> That's so simply put, and it's so good. It's like it's so good that that says it right there. Yeah, first I, world problems. You know, <laughs> that's what that's what my Christopher says. First world problems. I have first world problems. I'm like going, yeah, you do, baby. It's true. <laughs> well, yeah, like that's a, just a higher level of problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you know, it's just uh, another level, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm really excited about uh about you know putting this together with you james and what we're uh what we're gonna uh oh, and man look at that that's like 
Perfect timing. <laughs> I was really worried about his internet because it was bad earlier, but it looks like he made it through the whole stream, you which is did. amazing. Unbelievable. Um, you guys. Look at that. Like that's definitely that. like, something about that. The timing of it. I'm telling you, look at that. I'm learning to love myself too, uh, Mario. You know, that's a big thing for me, you know? Um, well, you're pretty freaking lovable. So. Well, I appreciate that. You know, people, I did take a class and a bunch of people did say that I was trustworthy looking, you know? So I appreciate that. I'm also the hairiest bald guy, which is <laughs> a bit of a paradox, you know? Yeah, and your voice, your your speaking voice, you know, I love it when you read to me. So, well, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm here to read like great books for people. And uh, I've got some titles coming out that I'm going to call, I don't know, I, I say this in jest, but like the Snowflake series is coming out. I'm softening up self-help because that's how, that's, that's how, you know, that's how bad it's gotten here in this first world problems are to the point where you can't even no, but, um, but no, I have some updated stuff coming out and I've been working on a lot of projects. I'm really excited. Any way that I can get people to approach good information, good material, I'm down to do it. You know what I'm saying? So awesome. I took a couple of books and uh, hopefully those will publish on Audible. I'll let everybody know. And then James and I are uh, collaborating. We'll launch this uh, campaign here probably in the next couple of days. So nice. be on the lookout for that. Um, thanks everybody. Uh, and definitely go and check out Maria. Maria at dakini.kiss. Or lovetruthandbeauty.com. And lovetruthandbeauty.com. That's it right there. Boom. And then Mr. Uh, Mr. Admiral hits at Sonic portal. He's back. And, uh, and just uh, give, 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 him, give him a, give him a peep on the Instagrams. And uh, like I said, yeah, we'll be uh, launching uh, the campaign out and, and hollering and all that good stuff here pretty soon. And really excited to work with some amazing people. But do, thanks everybody for coming in. I'm gonna get some uh, some uh, shut eye for my big rafting trip tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Bye, kids. Thanks everybody for being yeah, here. Take thanks care. All. Thanks all.